Good day, everybody. Thanks for tuning in again to the Christian Democrat. I appreciate everybody out there listening. If you have any comments for me or questions, any topics you'd like me to pursue, uh, I'd love to hear from you. Just leave a comment on the website there. I'm looking at things from a conservative Christian position, but from a more moderate or slightly liberal political perspective, so a unique outlook on things around the, the country, uh, not generally espoused by people on TV. People on TV tend to be socially conservative and, and financially conservative or socially liberal, economically liberal. Sometimes they are maybe socially liberal but economically conservative, but you rarely see someone who is socially conservative yet economically a little bit more liberal or, or moderate so looking at things through that lens as an evangelical christian but someone who ends up as center left politically so if there's something you'd like me to explore or look at or discuss let me know because i think all voices uh, need to be heard in the public and not just the few that uh, dominate talk radio or daytime TV or evening TV or whatnot. So today looking at healthcare, trying to understand where we should go, how we should deal with it, what the problems are. And if you've been listening to any of my earlier podcasts, you realize I, I tend to try to start slowly, really build the foundation for what the issue is before jumping into a solution because that's that tends to be what they do everywhere else in the media. They just say, well, let's just debate Medicaid for all or what we currently have, or Medicare for all or what we currently have. Let's just debate that. And they don't actually dig into the, the roots of what, what are the issues that we're dealing with, you know? What are the options that would really help solve our problems? So when you look at healthcare today, you know, the issues are not everybody can get it and it's just way too expensive. I mean, th those are essentially our problems and, and some people can't get it because it's just too expensive for them. I know for me, uh, when I started work about uh, 15 years ago or so, there was healthcare premiums taken out of my paycheck, but it wasn't a big deal. It was just kind of like, okay, well, there, there's something coming out, no, no worries. Well, now it's it's a significant portion of my paycheck goes to healthcare. In fact, between myself and my employer. Uh, I pay $25,000 a year for health care, and I got pretty good health care insurance, actually. So, uh, that's a significant <laughs> portion of money that could be coming to me that I could have to spend that instead is going to health insurance companies so that I can go to the doctor every year. You know, and that, that is for my entire family. It's not a single plan. It's for my, my wife and children, but that's still... When you look at you know everyone <laughs> paying high premiums like that around the country, a lot of money, a lot of money is going into healthcare, and what's what's the problem? So, why is it so expensive? And the only other thing I can figure is that uh, everyone makes a lot of money in healthcare, and everyone wants to make more money. Sorry, I just about hit a bird <laughs> on the road there. Uh, everyone wants to make more money, and they just keep raising the prices, right? Uh, doctors and nurses and those staff, they make really good money, which to me, I, I don't mind that. I, I think pay the doctors, pay the nurses, pay the 
lab techs, pay all those people good money because I want good services when I'm sick, right? The insurance companies are making good money. They, they like to try to skew the numbers, I think, a little bit and say, well, it's just it's a small percentage overall of money paid to the healthcare system, but it's still a significant portion and they have to pay their staffs a lot. You know, they, they make uh, profits off of all this and they have other problems which I'll get to a little bit later in the podcast. The third people making a lot of money are the hospitals. You know, and I had children, the doctors had a fee, which was, I mean, it was a couple, a few hundred dollars, okay. But then the hospital charges you more than the doctor charges you. You know, there, there's a real significant issue there. If you read some of the literature, nobody likes to blame the hospitals, but the hospitals simply charge too much money. You know, they are building such nice hospitals. I mean, look at some of these new hospitals around the country that uh, I've visited different parts and seen some of these new buildings. Like, they're just tremendous. They're almost like, you know, five-star luxury hotel resorts or something. Uh, we need to say, let's stop building those. Let, let's have good facilities. I'm, I'm not having a problem with that, but they're, again, competing with each other and trying to build extravagant things and end up... Uh, charging people a lot of money. Um, I think when you, you know, look a lot of the non the hospitals or nonprofit status, which doesn't mean they don't make money, okay? Nonprofit status realize that just means they don't have shareholders. They can't sell stock. So their board of directors can still make huge profits and oftentimes I think uh, there is a big waste for our healthcare system is, is the amount of money hospitals are making. Okay. So even with that said, that's that's not going to solve all the problems. You're not going to make enough cuts in those areas to lower the costs all that much. A, a big problem inherent with the healthcare system is that it's not a free market. You know, the capitalists hate some sort of socialistic solution like Medicare for all, but the reality is this is not a free market. I am going to go get healthcare regardless of how much it costs, right? If you, if you take a candy bar and raise it to $5 a candy bar, I'm not gonna buy it. I'm gonna go get a Twinkie instead, right? I'm gonna go get some other snack. You're not gonna do that with healthcare. I don't care what the cost is. If, if I'm sick and dying and this is the cure, I'm gonna pay it even if I go bankrupt trying to pay it, even if I have to you know, take a second mortgage out of my house or I can't pay for my kids to go to college or whatever the issue may be. You have to pay for this stuff. So you can't use purely capitalistic, free market-based system to fix this particular issue. There's a reason most of the rest of the world has gone to a single-payer system and that they view healthcare not as a profit-making industry, but as a service-based industry that we just need to provide these services for people, take money in, pay money out, but not make profits because you have people who have no choice in the matter. They, ha they must get healthcare, okay? So I think that's a real inherent weakness from a conservative side where they, they're resistant against the government fixes. Uh, just based on they don't like socialism, which that, that's understandable if you don't like socialism, but in this case, capitalism can't fix it because the people who need the health care have to buy it. They don't have a choice. You know, if you raise gas prices too much, I start walking more. I start riding my bike more. I start 
conserving gas, you know, you can't do that with healthcare. You have to go buy it. You have to get it. So, and we could talk about, you know, drug price control and, and some different things like that too. But ultimately, because I'm forced to get it, there's going to be a, a problem and it's not a free market economy. The last point I'd like to make is that in order to fix healthcare, we're going to have to get prices a little bit more in line with what services actually cost. So I mentioned that, you know, some drug prices have gone through the roof. When you look at just going to a hospital, it's, the transparency isn't there. That's another issue. You, you can't see what you're being charged for. It, it's very hard to shop around and say, well, if I go to this hospital, will it save me money? Well, actually, yeah, a lot of times it will. I went and got an x-ray. There's an x-ray place locally that does x-rays and MRIs much cheaper than if I would go to a hospital to get an x-ray or MRI. I don't know why. I don't know what the reason is. But because I know that, I can save some money. Uh, but it's very hard to find that information out. It's very hard to get that information about what's cheaper. But even still, these services are, the cost of them are not based on the real costs to provide the goods and services. They're based on insurance reinjust, uh, uh, insurance rates, the insurance will pay, insurance reimbursement rates, there's the word I'm looking for, for these items. Okay, and these reimbursement rates are not based on anything in reality. So you, you go to the hospital and you pay $7 for, you know, a Tylenol. Well, why is that? Because they can charge you that much. That's what the insurance will let them do. Uh, it, it, it's crazy. Again, it's not a free market because you don't have transparency in prices, so you can't pick and choose. You don't know where the best deal is. And things are, are just way overblown in proportion to what they actually cost. So any solution that we, we've come to has to say, how much does it actually cost the hospital to do an x-ray. I mean, you've got to factor in the cost of the machine, the cost of the electricity, the cost of the person that has to, to run the machine, and all those things, but that can be calculated out. That can be figured out by someone in the finance department and say it costs, you know, $100,000 a year to do x-rays and you're going to have, you know, a thousand x-rays a year and then, yeah, the hospital can make some profit. That's okay. I mean, we can, we can allow them to make a reasonable amount of profit, but you can't balloon these expenses up, and that, that's what happens. Certain drugs, certain procedures, certain places, you know, if you do it at a hospital versus at a clinic or something like that, the prices just get ballooned out of control. And they can really cost, if you get cancer or a, some sort of chronic illness, thousands, hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars for services that really aren't anywhere near that expensive in terms of what they actually cost the, the healthcare providers to provide. So any solution's got to do that. Any solution really has to come uh, from some sort of government area. The, the free market cannot fix this solution. You have to look for the government to fix something that the only entity big enough to do that and powerful enough to do that. And the free market itself, I mean, you could put Lots of, I mean, uh, President Trump had a solution of just, we're just gonna let the insurers go across state lines. So I don't think he's ever accomplished that fact, but he, he campaigned, I was part of his campaign. There'll be more competition. Well, more competition doesn't matter because people still have to buy their healthcare. It's not, they, they can choose which, which company, but at the end of the day, they're still gonna have to buy it. 
So those, those companies know that so that they're not going to give the lowest possible price because these people have to buy their health care. So part two of this series will look a little bit more at solutions and what we can do, but I can tell you it's going to have to be a government solution uh, and it's, it's not going to be a capitalistic solution. And we can't continue on on this path. I mean, insurance rates are going up, what, anywhere from 3 to 5% on a good year to, to up to 10% on a bad year? It's probably the number one thing crippling the middle class in this country and trying to get ahead. Yeah, I get a raise most years, but a lot of years, anywhere from a quarter to a half of that raise is eaten up by insurance. You know, so you, you barely make more than you did the year before, and then you know, look at inflation, and you haven't really made any money. Um, this is a big problem, and the government's really been slow to fix it. And uh, the conservatives certainly don't want any government fix, but the current situation is unsustainable. That the, in, uh, the healthcare market continues going to go up in price. Drug, certain drugs are continuing going to balloon to be really, really expensive, and. Uh, we're going to have to find something that, that we can help everybody have access to some sort of health care. So that's, what I, that's my message for the Christian Democrat today, that we are going to have to look to government to fix some of these problems, that we cannot just wait for the, the market to reset itself or figure itself out because it never will be able to do that with people being forced to buy health care. And next episode, I will look at some possible solutions and things we can do to help with that health care. So that's the Christian Democrat for today. Thanks for listening. I'm out.